Hello and welcome back to How To PhD. This is the first of our Mental Health Awareness Week series of five episodes where we'll be sharing a different technique every day on how to practice well-being during your PhD. For today, we'll be talking about how to manage imposter syndrome. Hello and welcome back to the show. Uh, my name is Aaron and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Julia. Hi. And so Julia, this this episode really came about because we put a poll out on Twitter, right? And we asked the listeners, um, you know, what topic they would like for us to cover in the next episode. And the vast majority voted for an episode on imposter syndrome. Then we realized that actually this week is Mental Health Awareness mm. Week, right? And, and the theme actually and sort of category of it is, is nature uh, and so we thought why not create a mini series yeah exactly so every day this week we're going to be sharing various different techniques you can do to practice well-being with a nature-related daily challenge that's right yeah and we should say you know at the top of the show you know we are not psychologists right so any advice you know typically needs to be highly individualistic um so please if you feel like you're struggling on a deeper level or that you need help you know please reach out to the people who can help uh, so for example in the uk uh, there's the samaritans who you can call on 116 123 please do get in touch with whatever is the equivalent in your country as well um so we should just say that uh, mm, at the top yeah. um but yeah as we said we're going to be dealing in this first episode of our special series with imposter syndrome and how you can go about managing that Okay, so maybe a good place for us to start is by actually unpacking what is imposter syndrome or what do we mean by mm -hmm. that? Yeah, yeah. And I think in many cases, imposter syndrome is this kind of feeling that you are not capable or not deserving of being in your position. And the fact that you are there, in this case, you know, doing your PhD is a mistake and that someone eventually is going to catch you out, right? Someone's going to call you out and you know something bad is going to happen as a result of that mm. uh, and I think from from our experiences right Julie I think this is something that we've both experienced in our time uh, not only in the PhD but but before as well yeah so I think for me personally I think when I did my music degree um, so when I studied the clarinet I think I did feel that a lot of times and uh, suffered from from imposter syndrome because it's so competitive I don't know maybe not many people know that actually but yeah studying classical instrument to become an orchestra musician it's it's really really um competitive and um yeah i think i definitely had to deal with that yeah yeah and i think from my perspective certainly with the doctorate as i said in episode one we were a cohort of, of five students so we all started at the same time right so there was a almost an element of yeah I don't want to say competition but you, you sort of naturally because you all start at the same time and you're all kind of you know you're all going through month one month mm. two month three you kind of naturally look at other people or the people you're starting with and think oh okay I'm not quite at that level yet and we're both at the same time period you know and, and you naturally you kind of get this kind of competition that forms in your head yeah um, I think that's the same with um, how it was my music degree what we were saying about having a cohort and I think it's even I thought it was a bit worse than in a PhD because um, they are in a, in a music degree often there are people from different years of studying mm -hmm. that compete then for the same kind of positions or jobs. So maybe some people have studied already three years, you've studied one year and then you turn up for the same audition 
and I don't know in in a way that <laughs> I think made it even more difficult. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's very easy for these kind of comparisons to kind of manifest themselves. Um, and I think uh, part of this and and part of sort of developing a technique to kind of manage imposter syndrome and certainly from our experience is really to recognize that I mean one it can stem from many places but for us personally I think we found that usually it came from making these kind of unhealthy comparisons to other people right and what other people are doing and what their progress is um, and I think Juju there's there's a few things that we can do to perhaps try and combat these kind of unhealthy comparisons. Yeah, so as I said, like, um, I struggled during my music degree with imposter syndrome um, because I compared myself to a lot of people that were in the same cohort as myself. And um, so then one day I had, like, a kind of coaching session um, with a psychologist and he sat me down and said, like, okay, so who is it that you're comparing yourself with? And I, I said, I described the person, said, oh, this person plays the clarinet so nicely I want to play like this person mm. and then um the um, psychologist said like okay so tell me more about that person like um about her life how did she get to um where, where she's at the moment and um when I kind of started talking about that I realized we had completely different lives like um whereas I pretty much for me the clarinet was just a hobby for a long time I just did it because I liked it she was like kind of forced to to study the instrument for hours mm. for for a long long time and um when I became closer with her and we had a chat she actually said like at some point Julia I don't know whether I really enjoy playing the clarinet I just do it because I was told to do it I'm good at it now um but she really struggled at that point and that made me realize we have completely different stories um but we both managed to get into that degree and to study it um so i think where i'm going with that is just and um, there will be other people that you're comparing yourself with maybe in the phd and you see their success but you don't actually know maybe at that point how did they get to that success what are the things they're struggling with are they really enjoying what they're doing or not and um, so i think yeah just there's no point comparing yourself you don't see the whole picture of a of a person Yeah, that's right. And I think um, I think a lot of this is trying to see it in a sort of healthier way. And uh, perhaps, you know, one way is, yes, to sort of recognize when you put sort of people on a pedestal and you kind of over um, overplay, you know, what their achievements are. Um, but then you can see it in another way and actually, you know, respect what they're doing. And if mm. you sort of admire that. Uh, try and connect with them right try yeah. and see it in this healthier way ask them for help and I think in our experience um, certainly you know 99% of the time people are very happy to help I think people who I looked up to during my doctorate who, who were sort of fellow students I learned sort of quickly oh actually not very quickly <laughs> but maybe you know after the second or third year of my doctorate that Actually, you know, these people who I'm admiring, I can actually just ask them for help. And, and they did. And I think we all mm. grew together. And actually by asking them for help, I realized, hey, actually, they're, they're not, you know, it, they also have stuff that they want to learn. They're also and, just and, humans. Yeah, exactly. And they also <laughs> look to me. that and, and so I think there's there's really a lot there that, you know, with, compar with comparing yourself to others, you know, first recognize that you do mm. it. Uh, and then second, you know, try and connect with that and, and mm. try and ask them for help and, and try and work it out that way. Yeah, I think that that's very true because I think often when we um, feel we're competing against someone, what we tend to do as humans is shut ourselves 
away from that yeah. person and try to keep stuff to ourselves, not to share stuff with the competitor, right? But I think we should do the opposite. We should like, yeah, as you said, like see their strength and then learn from them on how to get there yourself. And um, um, I think, yeah, that's a much more productive and, and healthier attitude. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, mm -hmm. And so I guess, yeah, there's, you know, I guess on a sort of wider level, there's also two aspects of play with this kind of imposter syndrome uh, type thinking mm -hmm. is that one, as we just talked about, you know, which is putting people up on this pedestal. But then there's kind of another force that's kind of which is sort of pushing yourself down. Um, mm. And so at the same time, you're putting other people up, you're kind of putting yourself down and saying that you're not good enough to do something. Uh, and we want we want sort of people to, or our listeners to try something for this week, uh, which is to be kind to yourself, right, Julia? Yeah, and I think by that, that starts in how you speak about yourself, like in your head, but also when you're talking to others. And I think I started realizing that a lot more and I think I still do it sometimes, but I try to be more mm -hmm. aware of that. But yeah. I definitely also notice that when colleagues um, of mine or friends are talking about themselves, that they sometimes put themselves down saying, oh, I'm so stupid at that or I'll never be able to do that. Oh, it's just me like being silly, you know, like, and I think if you, the more you talk about yourself like that, the, the worse it will get. Yeah. yeah. I think this kind of, self-deprecation it can be very subtle right it can be that it, i think also you can sort of look at it yourself and just think oh i'm just making a joke at my expense right and it's, mm -hmm. it's harmless it's just a joke um but actually you know by continually saying this kind of stuff these small kind of little pieces of self-deprecation it does kind of begin to build in your head that that you, you are these things yeah, yeah you start believe yeah. what you're saying um and so you know while it may start off as a joke and it's relatively light-hearted actually it can have a deeper impact and i think certainly you know i found this you know i used to do this mm -hmm. a lot this kind of self-deprecating humor uh, and it doesn't really it doesn't benefit you mm -hmm. um and I, so yeah sorry, i think no. I, no no i just think it sometimes as we do that i think to protect ourselves yeah, so if we okay, to yeah. lower the expectations so for example we think, oh, I'm, I'm never never going to get this job that I'm applying to, you know, I don't have a real yeah. chance. But maybe internally you're hoping or you think I might have a chance, but you don't dare to say or to be confident, yes, I have a good, yeah, it could probably meet all the criteria in this application, I might have a good chance here. But I think, yeah, it's a protection. Yeah, um, that's But right. I think, yeah, we can learn to be more confident in the, the skills that we have. That's right. And we'll talk about this in one of the later episodes this week, but it's kind of almost a superstition that some people have that if you talk positive about yourself, then you're kind of setting yourself up for failure, for failure. right? You're mm -hmm. building yourself up too much. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, solely what we're not saying is, you know, is to kind of overplay yourself. But at the same time, don't self-deprecate yourself and don't mm. put yourself down unnecessarily. And yeah, one more thing that came to my mind, what we talked about a bit earlier, is that also um, I think someone um, in my fellowship actually was saying that, and, I f and that really resonated with me, it was saying that every success that you see in another person or some someone who is successful in doing something, that success is a result probably of a lot of a lot of failures that came before <laughs> that and a lot of effort and a lot of trying and um and we don't see with that at that point we only see the success but i think yeah just um everybody has their own story how to got how they got to their success mm -hmm. and we only see the shiny side of it but every person will have also some failures in their life and yeah that's 
fine and that will get you to success at some point that's right keep trying that's right and um some of you may know uh, joe wicks the the, the the um the kind of fitness coach who's online um and he had a quite a nice phrase he he called it his 10-year overnight success story you know people only see the kind of last oh, yeah. couple mm. of weeks or years uh, but actually there's a whole lot of effort that goes into that but yeah recognizing this and you know you might just be earlier in the process and that's why things might not be going as smoothly but that does not make you any less capable you know the fact that you are in this phd position or if you're doing a master's or even if you're just at university doing an undergraduate degree uh, that's all really impressive achievements and i think in the context of the university we can sometimes lose uh, that kind of that kind of perspective that actually what you're doing is an incredible thing mm. and so don't self-deprecate yourself put you know give yourself that respect be kind to yourself um and i think uh you know as i said you know i had plenty of examples where i did this to myself i think you did as well mm. julia um and i think there's a fantastic um scene from queer eye the tv show that's on netflix um and then this is a show where they kind of go out and, and help people sort of reinvent their lives and there's this scene where um they're helping this person and they ask him to put on a mirror kind mm. of to write on a mirror all the words yeah, yeah i definitely <laughs> teared up at this scene um but they asked him you know, put all the words that you think about yourself that you think other people think about you mm. on this mirror and he put things like you know um overweight um not funny um you know all these kind of really negative mm. things and then what he didn't realize is that sort of covering up the mirror or what was covered up i think this is how they do it my memory is fuzzy with this <laughs> but on the other side of it and they sort of revealed it to him was was all the words that they'd asked other people to write mm. about him so actually get other people to write stuff about him and and there were things on there that he had never considered about himself that mm. other people thought of him and it's a it's hugely emotional right mm. um i will look up the episode number and put it in the <laughs> show notes if you do want to check out this scene um but i think that's yeah. a really good example there. that's the other side that we haven't talked about right so it might be that other people are think, thinking is the same thing about yeah. you and wanting some something of your life or something that you are really good at or um so that's right we don't see that but yeah sometimes maybe just sharing that and complimenting each other i think you're doing this really great is exactly can help another person as well exactly that and look in the end we are all humans and it's impossible to know what other people think right so given that that's impossible be kind to yourself give yourself that kind of respect um and don't self-deprecate uh, and i think you know for our sort of to wrap this kind of mini episode up um we're going to say and and to sort of tie into the, the nature theme of mental health awareness week uh will be to go out for a 10 minute walk um at the end of this episode or whenever you have a time just make yourself time to just get outside um and use that time to reflect on some of the things that we talked about you know are there examples of when you've kind of put yourself down unnecessarily even as a joke other examples of when you kind of put people on a pedestal and kind of unfairly compare yourself to others mm. um are you perhaps not thinking about you know the fact that they've gone on their 10-year journey and you're just at the beginning of yours use this time to reflect and, and think about these things and of course you know as as we said you know be kind to yourself and give yourself that time to respect and appreciate the achievement that you are the fact that you're on this PhD course um, and the fact that you are actually doing amazing things. Mm -hmm. 
So thank you again for listening to the first episode of our special Mental Health Awareness Week series. We hope you found that helpful and given you some ideas on how to help manage imposter syndrome. Uh, And of course, if you know someone who you think could benefit from this, do share this episode with them. Uh, And actually, a lot of the episodes that are coming up will also touch on some of the aspects of imposter syndrome uh, later in the week. if you do enjoy listening to How to PhD and you'd like to support us, you can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by visiting our website at howtophd.show and leaving us a small donation through Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, we just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's supported us so far with donations, reviews, retweets and feedback. It's, it's very, very kind and we're hugely appreciative of the support and of course we do want to hear from you do get in touch with us at our email which is contact at howtophd.show and of course as many of you done already uh, get in touch with us over twitter and instagram and our handle is at howtophdshow for both of them julia tomorrow's episode will be the second of our series and what we're going to be talking about then yeah so i think we're going to be sharing an exercise which i call um role listing um, hopefully it will make sense to you tomorrow and um, yeah we're happy or excited to share that with you yeah I think this is a really powerful tool so it's going to be a really good episode um, have a great day and thank you again for listening to the show and we'll see you all tomorrow see you soon